welcome to the very second episode of Coffee and Credits with Julie and Sam. And real quick, we wanted to address our hiatus. Um, there's just been a lot more important things going on in the world right now, specifically the protests for the Black Lives Matter movement, which we just felt like it wasn't appropriate for us to be putting out content at the time. Um, with that being said, today's episode is going to be solely about black excellence in film. All right, so in no particular order, we'll talk about a couple movies starring and or being directed by black creators. All right, so let's start with Get Out. That was directed by Jordan, Jordan Peele. Peele. Um, who was in that? Daniel Kaluuya. Allison Williams. Um, who was her dad? Um, it was Bradley Whit- Whitford. Okay. And then Lockheed Stanfield, Lil Rel. He's hilarious. He was, Even in a serious movie, he's he still... He was a small part. I feel like... Not small, but like... I feel like important. he had a big impact, but yeah, he wasn't like a star he of the movie. He wasn't like in it a lot. Yeah. Um, so great cast for that movie. Really I feel like... Daniel Kaluuya was in other stuff before then, and I'm sure Lockheed Stanford was too, but like that was kind of like what made their names, I, I think. I feel like Daniel was just in like... What I remember was like a Black Mirror episode. Yeah, he was just in like little stuff. So yeah. like this was his big like movie, and then right. after this movie, Lockheed Stanfield went out and like did a couple of his own movies. Yeah. Um, but so this movie was very. It was a disturbing Unnerving, take. For sure. Yeah, and it just like in the previews you saw that this black boyfriend was going with his white girlfriend to his family's. Her family. Her family's like land. Like. House something like that just their property um and i don't know everything was just very off yeah just i don't know the black people were uncomfortable the white people were a little too excited to meet the black people yeah and it showed like an auction scene in the trailer very odd and i feel like there was a lot of little things in this movie that you don't see the first time so it's one of those movies that like you blink and you miss it right like there's just so many little little steps that like if, when you watch it a second time after knowing the ending you're like oh how did i miss that or like that like explains a lot similar to midsummer in that way where it's yeah. like you're giving hints the whole the time the whole time well that's why like and i know there's like that one part in the beginning where i think it's literally like the opening credits he's just like someone's walking outside with like some helmet on their head i don't know it's very just like there's a lot of little details that if you watch it a second time like you'll for sure see them and like yeah, like Midsummer kind of just foreshadows the movie the, the whole, whole time. Ending, yeah. But that movie was very odd. It was and I feel like when it came out, but a I feel lot like of it people, was relevant. Yeah, totally. I feel like it was like it needed to come out. It was just such an interesting like take on it. It was very like metaphorical, which was like cool to see. But it's also like horror. So it was right. like you were enjoying it, but you didn't really think about the themes until right. after. Right. Like, once the movie finished, you were like, oh, like, that's, that's what, what they that were doing. Yeah. That was the point. Like, that, like, yeah, that was really just disturbing. That's the only word I can, like, think for it. Yeah. Um, And when it came out, I think a lot of people did rush to go see it because this was one of Jordan Peele's first, like, directing. I think it was his, his very, very first, first one. directorial yeah. debut. So, like, that was really big for him. And so people wanted to go see it. And... I mean, I think it shook people. Like He has a really good way of, like, hiding social... Well, not really hiding, but, like, highlighting social issues. But, like, in a different way where it's not just, like, feeding it to you. Right, it's not just, like, literally drawing it out for you. It's very subtle. It's making you think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I don't know, that was a very interesting movie to watch. And I think I've watched it probably, like, five times. Oh, yeah, that's... 
it's just like because every time you watch it you notice something that you didn't notice before mm-hmm. so it's it's a fun movie to watch even though it's like dark and scary <laughs> yes yeah. um we've got us also by jordan also peele directed by him great i feel like not as great as get out still great but i feel like I feel it didn't like get, get as much had more impact on yeah us was just i don't know that it's another like it was also just like a disturbing movie like yeah horror is like his thing yeah which, which is crazy because he's like a comedian right <laughs> but he really you know he did a put himself out there yeah um i think the concept of like i think his concepts are very original too yeah so like get out i had never really seen anything like that with like like, the teacup like all that shit like that was very original and then us i mean i'm sure there's been other movies where people are like having like a clone type stuff but like just the creepiness of it was like its own thing also like he has a way of like giving you twists at the end that you didn't expect right both twists were pretty good a lot (laughs) yeah but i just like i don't know and just like the like the little subtle things like in us like is it the little boy or the girl someone like walks into like the fun house and that's like where shit like went down that is um lupita's character okay it's flashback okay yeah as a kid right yeah and like just the people that were like in there i just it was very creepy but also very like impactful like at the end of the movie you really like got it you know yeah um, but yeah, I think that one did not get as much hype as. So who's all in that? It's Lupita. Oh my god, I don't know what that guy's name is. But he was in Black Panther. He was the. Uh, he because he was like the leader of the other the mountain guys. You know what I'm talking about? I know exactly who you're talking about, but I don't know. His I don't know name. his name. Um, Winston Duke. Winston Duke. Okay, because yeah, this was this came out after Black Panther, so he was in Black Panther and then this. Elizabeth Moss. What was she in this movie? She was um, their, like, kind of friend. Oh, okay. That they went to the beach with, and then her clone ends oh. up, like, killing the original family, and then... Right, right, right. Because okay. the clone isn't just the, like, main family. It's ev- every, everyone. Everyone has, has the a clone. clone. That was so... That was an interesting movie. He's good. Jordan feels good. He's got a good way of, like storytelling like right like getting it out there and in a way that people like you can't not look like you have to pay attention (laughs) like a car crash right like you you can't look away but you don't enjoy it right (laughs) so he's really good at that um switching gears to women-led films okay we've got a controversial one on here the help yes we do okay i at the time i thought it was a good movie i think most people did i think when this movie came out they were like wow but also it did come out like what five no not even five years ago probably like almost 10 years ago 2011 11 yeah yeah it was yeah nine years ago i feel like when it came out people were like oh this is good to get their side of the story get this representation but and, I mean, there was a lot of... These are big actresses in here. I mean, Emma Stone, of course. Viola but Davis. Viola Davis, Octavia Spencer. Bryce Dallas Howard. Jessica Chastain. Like, there was, like, big names in this. And I feel like it was... Ta- like, it was talked about yes. as a good movie. But... And now, I guess, even reading, like, the articles and stuff that have come out since then, I can see why it wasn't as... I don't know, like... Frowned upon at yeah. the time. 
Because, like, at the time, people were like, this is good. I'm glad these women are getting their voices heard and hearing their story. Because mm-hmm. this wasn't a slavery movie. This was, was a, segregation a segregation movie. movie. So, I don't even know. When did it take place? It Probably was... like, 50s, 60s. The 60s, yeah. So, during the Civil Rights Movement. Um, so, these were all housemates. They were hired. They were paid as housemates. Like, it wasn't slavery. But it was segregation enough so much as to where... They couldn't The black the women bathroom. needed to use a different bathroom. Yeah. So, it was just, like the white ignorance still and emma stone kind of like looked past that which was like a revelation i guess like during this time like she was like looked down on for like why are you talking to the housemaid right and like why are you why are you taking up her time yeah right they were referred to right as like the help and so at the time i thought this was a good movie because it showed a white woman kind of changing her mind giving the black women a chance to speak and get their side of the story because she saw the disrespect from the white women who were like the bosses of these black women like she saw it and didn't like it yeah she was kind of like impartial to it she was just like i don't care if that's how it's always been it's not right right and then i mean she did have a housemaid growing up and that woman raised her she Mm -hmm. said it multiple times that like that was the woman who you know helped her through her heartbreak and helped her become the woman she became today but going forward there was definitely some bad things that arose from this so the whole controversy starts with the book the author wrote the story basing a character off i guess some nanny she had and they filed a lawsuit the nanny yes like the person who was based upon yes because like they didn't give permission to have their like self turned into a character in a book sure so that's what's the issue and also it's just like the white savior like right it it makes emma stone look like she's the hero yes which like she did help but it's like well and i feel like at the time in the 1960s the black women were afraid to speak up because they just wouldn't have a job. Yes. And then all these white women would tell each other and no one would ever hire them. And then how are they supposed to care for their family? For like stealing something. So like, I, I mean, obviously this isn't how it should be, but I feel like in that time in the 1960s, they did need a white woman to help them. Otherwise they would have never gotten heard. Yeah. And so I get that the portrayal of, you know, was it Viola Davis? Was it that character? Yes. Um, the portrayal of her wasn't appreciated by the person it was, like, based upon. And Viola Davis has since come out and said she regretted doing the role, and Bryce Dallas Howard went on this whole thing that's, like, you shouldn't watch The Help. Like, that's not really a movie that really surrounds this movement. Like, it's not going to educate you. Like, if if you're watching, if you're trying to watch black-led movies during this time to, like, find, you know, information and find... Educate yourself, basically. This isn't the one to watch. Because it's not really highlighting black women power at all. It's kind of just... It's kind of making them look weak and, like, they need help. Right. Which, like, we do all need to be allies, but we don't need to feel like saviors. It's like a movie to watch. It's an interesting movie to watch, but for the relevancy for what's happening right now, probably not the one that's going to actually help. No. (laughs) Um, Another woman-led movie is Hidden Figures. This was a big deal. I mean, this is based on a true story as well. And who does this have? This has Janelle Monae, um, Taraji P. Henson, like they, and Octavia Spencer. Yeah, those are the three women who are like these mathematicians 
who worked in NASA. And so, okay, the whole thing was that, like, these were the women who people didn't know about them because they kind of, like, didn't care. Like, Hence, hidden figures. Right. Like, they're women, so they probably didn't care. They were African-American, so they probably didn't care. Like, so, and then they finally needed help, and these were the women to do it. So, like, that was a big deal for women and black people in general yes. just during that time that, like, finally they got, like, appreciated. Yeah. So... That was a good movie. That's a good movie to watch. That's a positive, uplifting, like... Women-led film. Right. Like, this is a good one. If you want... If this is, like, a good feel-good movie. <laughs> it's what the help wanted to be. Right. This is what they went for. <laughs> yeah. When did Hidden Figures come out? This came out... It came out in 2016. 16. Okay. So, a little more... New? Kind of relevant. relevant. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. That is dated. Right. Um, okay. So, this next one is... Not as positive. No. Um, this is Precious. Who's in this movie? Um, I know Monique plays the mother. And it is Gabri Sidibe. I don't know how to Not 100% sure. Mariah Carey's in this? Yeah, she's Miss Weiss. She's the social worker. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's Lenny a... Lenny Kravitz? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he's the nurse. <laughs> like, I've watched this movie way too many times as a 13-year-old than I should have. But... Yeah, it, I, it, I think like, it's, like, rated R, no? Thi- oh, my God, probably. <laughs> yes, it is. 2009, um, this, it came Like, out. so many points were touched upon in this movie. It kind of showed the poverty that they lived in. It showed, it talked about um, trigger warning. Um, it talked about rape and incest and, um, you know, just kind of being in the system and just like hardship it was very yeah and it was a very hard movie to watch because it was just this girl precious she is just trying to be smart and she wants to be educated and you know she has these two children who she wants to like care for and i just she just had everything kind of going against her she didn't live in the best neighborhood her mom was not good her stepdad clearly wasn't good she wasn't getting the schooling she needed just like everything was kind of going against her and that was it's a hard movie to watch, but it was cool to see um, that, like, see ongoing themes throughout the movie that was relatable to all audiences as, like, an underdog beats all odds type of movie. And on that note, we could talk about the representation and something that, like, became more relatable to more audiences, like right. Black Panther. Black Panther. Well, okay. I know a lot of people don't love the movie Black Panther, but they don't love it because, like, the plot. But I think it was a big deal to finally have like a black superhero is he a superhero i mean yeah he's like a yeah like if spider-man can be a superhero he's a superhero so yeah a superhero like they just have suits i mean how many little boys and little girls dressed as characters from black panther that for halloween like it was amazing to see that you know the little boy didn't have to dress like superman because he actually had a superhero to dress as that looked like Like, him i just i think the representation like it matters and it made kids feel so good and it made the parents feel good to like show their children a movie of people who looked like them like like wakanda forever was like that was a big thing thing. i mean literally it was a jimmy fallon who did like a whole bit of like had what was his name the main actor oh chadwick boseman yeah he had him behind like behind the scene or whatever Mm mm-hmm and like kids came in and adults came in and was like talking to like a camera and jimmy fallon was like okay tell him what you want to say and these parents were like i just want to thank you so much like it feels so good to have something for my kids and then chadwick boseman came out and like hugged them and they just like 
they were like a hero like a real life hero to him right to like branch out and to like do this and it was just a big deal to everybody it was important like but it was also it was a long necessary time coming it was only right. two years ago like why did it take that long to have because black panther always existed yeah. like that was in the comics forever so like i'm um, there's how many superman and batman and spider-man movies have we seen like even too many spy kids they're like right latinos <laughs> i just i don't know i think it was really awesome to like that was a big deal and a great for the black cast. community michael yeah. b jordan amazing <laughs> he's always amazing though oh yeah he is <laughs> angela bassett lupita's yep. also in this oh my god they were all really good oh and what was that guy's name the guy who was in us we just said his name winston winston he's... duke yeah yes yep Sterling so. K. Brown. I forgot he was in that. Yep. Oh, yeah. He was his brother. There were so many everyone. people. Oh, yeah. Oh, shoot. And, yeah, Forrest Whitaker. He was like Zuri. That was like a big deal. Like, it was just a star-studded cast. And it was, I don't know. It was just a good, it was a really good movie to have. And I think it's, Very like you important. said, it's been a long time coming. Like, this should have been made. This should be like the seventh remake. Right. Because how many, you know, white like superhero movies do we like, have? Like, we shouldn't be like, oh, it just came out two years ago. Like, it right. should have like been. Like, it should have been there. Came out. Maybe 2010 even was sure. a time. And then, so, like, this was kind of, I mean, not that movies really have gender, but this was like a boy superhero movie. And so, for, like, girls, when Princess and the Frog came out. Yeah, like, that was a little bit older, though. Yeah. But that to have, like, a black right. princess is such a big deal. And it's the same thing. Like, why did that take so long? Like, we have so many. Rapunzel, Snow White, Cinderella, Belle. Like, there's so many. Every shade of white. Right. <laughs> and so I think it was also, you know, a big deal to have. That was 2009. And The Princess and the Frog has been, like, a story forever. So, like, it was cool to see that they made that adaptation of a black woman. Like, I thought that was cool. Yeah, and also as a kid, I didn't see it as a black film. Like, I was right. just like, oh, I want to see it because like, it looks Oh, it's fun. not a princess movie. Yeah. Right. So, like, it wasn't even, like, racially targeted. It was just, like, about time that a black girl could be the princess. Oprah was in it. Right. <laughs> but I just, like, I don't know. That was a really good movie. And, I mean, like, even now, like, real life, like, in Disneyland, like, they have a Tiana. And, like, how fun is that for a little girl to, to wear the Tiana dress and, dress and go her. meet Tiana? And she actually looks like her. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've been privileged and I've never had a princess who didn't look like me. Like I f- yeah, I feel like I I'm, went as Ariel. Right, like pale. we're both white passing, and yeah. we, the princesses look like us. Like that's just how it is. I don't know how many times I was Belle or Snow White because like I was white and had right. Dark I've hair. seen so many blonde, right, like light colored eyes princess. So I think that was a really good film to have, and like I just like I don't know. I feel like some people don't think that it's a big deal, but like for these children to look on the TV and see, oh my God, a princess can be black. Like, yeah. a princess can look like me. Like... And they've since come out with, like, what... What is it? Sophia? I don't know. Elena oh, Avalor, like... That one? She was yeah. Hispanic and, like, Doc McStuffins and stuff. Like, a female black doctor. Like, that's a big deal, too. Like, okay. Sure, she is a kid role-playing as a doctor, but in the medical thing. field, no Same less. Thing. Very educated. So, I just think, yeah, like, that was a really good representation movie as well. And, yeah, like, these are, like, kid movies. But, like, the kids... But, like, we need kids more. Kids the future. Like, hello, that's the point. Like, we want them to feel accepted and represented and cared about. And I think th- those are I really think good it's movies. important. Okay. So, this movie is especially special to me. Um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Which stars Shamik Moore as Miles Morales, which is, like, a different version of Spider-Man. Not the right. Peter Parker version. Right. 
And I like this movie because, I mean, first of all, it's a really good movie. It's a good animated Great movie. Great animation. Um, but so Miles Morales is a mixed child. His mother is Hispanic and his father is black. And so he's a little mixed baby. And it's exactly what my little Travis looks like. Yeah. Like, and not only did Travis, like, love this movie because he's just, like, into Spider-Man and stuff, but... I don't think, like, he's grown up where he doesn't even understand, like, the difference in color. Like, he doesn't... No. He's not taught and so it just, yet. Like, he's just like... Right. He doesn't have any, like, prejudice towards anything yeah. yet. And, he's just baby. Right. And so for... But I just think, like, growing up, it'll be really cool that there's another superhero, a Spider-Man, that looks just like him. Like, he doesn't look like, like T'Challa. Nope. He looks like Miles like, Morales. And that's so cute. <laughs> I love it. And he totally has dressed up as Spider-Man. Like, because of Miles Morales. Like, he, like... Not opened the door, but just, like, made it known that, like, that's also represented. Like, that's also a part of it. So yeah, and they have the really little cute. girl, spider girl. Mm-hmm. What is it, Gwen? Gwen Stacy. Is it Gwen Stacy who's also a spider woman or something? It's different universes. Yeah, but it's I, a whole I different think thing. So. But, yeah, like, that it's was. It's just, like, different representations of Spider-Man, which is important. Yeah. That was a very progressive movie, honestly. <laughs> also 2018. Right. Which... I also guess could have been done before. Yeah, I guess 2018 was the year everyone flipped the switch. And wanted <laughs> Either way, we're happy about it. We'll take the change. Um, all right. And now, okay. This work gets a little heavy. Um, so these are some movies that are all based on true stories that we think are relevant for people to watch now. Now. I feel if you like this understand is the some educating of it. movies. Right. Like the movies we talked about were entertaining. Kind of had a little bit of like social commentary but this is like what you need to this watch. This is like the real life stuff like this isn't someone's interpretation this is what happened. It's fact basically. So um one of the ones on here is um Freeville Station. This movie came out a while ago but it stars Michael B. Jordan and the thing is I'm not going to really spoil it since it's a true life story so I'm just going to tell you what happened. Um he is on a trying to get on a subway and some police show up and they have him on the ground they have him and a couple of his buddies everyone's on the ground and there's like six police officers and like i mean i'm sure there was arguing yelling back and forth and then michael b jordan gets shot and he dies right there in the station and everyone's kicked off and everyone's like oh my god like what did you just do what did you just do but the thing is like i mean he got wrongfully killed because of the color of his skin yeah by police officers not because of what he did right or what he was supposed just, to they be came doing. the police officers came up in the subway station and was like you look suspicious just by seeing him mm-hmm. and took him and all of his friends down there was like six of them they were like doing the whole kneeling on their back and you know throwing them against the wall and shit and like he ended up getting shot and he died and his girlfriend was downstairs like she didn't make it upstairs to the station yet downstairs with another officer and they hear him get shot and it just it was a very hard movie to watch just this guy was just trying to like live his life and that's just like what happens and right this isn't even like a crazy thing like there's probably a hundred other stories just like it where something is basically unprovoked yes maybe disobedience but like your not life. enough to deserve yeah. to die. Speaking of not needing to die, um, Just Mercy is literally about getting yeah, people off of thing. death row. Right. Um, who's in it? Jamie Foxx is in it. Michael B. Jordan. Brie Larson. It's just got a bunch it's, of big names because it's very important. 
Right. And this is all based on like a true story. Like Brian Stevenson is really a real person. A Harvard Law graduate who moved to Alabama to get these people, these wrongfully convicted people off of death row because he just believed that they didn't deserve to die. So him and Eva Ansley like was played by Brie Larson. Right. Um their whole like purpose was to go over the convictions and go over like the verdicts and stuff and like prove that these men to like overturn the right. ruling. And I mean people he literally came to this town and people hated him. Also, it was like Alabama and I don't like what year was this like based in? But I mean they obviously didn't still love black people yet, like that wasn't a thing. It was still like racially I mean I still feel like the South is not Right. They're still not where they should be. Yeah. But so he came in and people already didn't want to see him. They were like, Oh, like you're you. I know what you're doing here and he's just like, Hey, like I'm just here I'm to prove doing justice. My job, yeah. Like he wasn't trying to like make anyone look stupid, but it's just like just why? doing the right thing. Right. Like he was just trying to prove them that they were innocent. Like he was doing but I think the, also the fact that he's like a black lawyer. Right. And like there was some the part way. that just like literally just because he was black like people treated him away like i mean he got pulled over one time just because he was black he went into the jail like to the prison and was trying to go like speak to his clients right yes and the guards who were in the front were like oh like we're about to go do a search and he was like lawyers like attorneys don't need searches to go speak to their clients and he was like well you're not speaking to anybody until i search you and yeah, like literally took like- him in a room and made him strip and do everything and no and other lawyers. No, no other white not lawyers. Not necessary. And literally, what, like, it just frustrated me. So, he takes all his clothes off, and he gives them all of his clothes, underwear, everything. Like, just kind of, like, humiliating him, you know? Yeah. And then the guard's like, <laughs> all right, you're good. Like, laugh. Like, it was all just a joke. Just, like, a power move. And, right. like, just, just disgusting. And, like, I mean, he's more educated than you. You're a guard at a prison. Like, he's a Harvard Law graduate. Like, I just, I don't know. It's just, it was hard to watch. It was sad. And it's just, it was crazy because, like, all of it was based on a true story. Brian Stevenson, like, lived his life getting people off of death row. I know he got Johnny D, which was Jamie Foxx. Like, he got him off of death row after only six years of being on death row. Mm-hmm. And his cellmate, I don't remember his cellmate's name, Anthony something, he was on death row for this 28 years. Because it's Walter McMillian? Yeah, he went by Johnny D. That was oh, like his. Oh, okay. Um, but the other guy, yeah, his cellmate was on death row for 28 years. And then when he finally got off, he was literally proven innocent. Like, it's so, I don't know. It's just crazy that that's like a thing. Literally, he, I, he said it multiple times. His cellmate was like, when they pulled me over, he said, I know it's you because look at you. Like, you look like you could have done it. That's Like, I already know disgusting. you're guilty by looking at you. Like, said those things, and, like... Like, isn't it supposed to be innocent until, until proven, proven guilty? guilty? Right. Like, it shouldn't be guilty until proven innocent because of the color of your right. skin. Right, and, like, literally, he would see them and say, you're guilty because you look like that. Like, those are... Ugh, it's just insane. That was a hard movie to watch. But, relevant. So, and that movie is streaming on everything right now, right? Yeah, it's um, streaming for free during the month of june Mm -hmm. 2020 because of the george floyd and like all the protests like it's it's a movie they want you to see so it's free this month so just watch it like it doesn't literally doesn't cost you anything like it's a relevant movie that you should be watching (laughs) if you can't put two hours into watching a movie that's going to educate you then right i don't know (laughs) 
<sighs> what else? Another true one. Um, the, the Hate You Give. give. Oh, I've watched that movie. I watched it once with you and have since watched it twice with other people because I want them to like, see it. Yeah, like get like them educated on it too. So very scarily relevant almost. Yeah. Like, like that was two years and ago. And it's based on a book. Yeah, that's crazy. Like it's not really based. I mean, like I'm sure the book is based on like actual like actual events, right? Yeah, but the fact that it's not a single isolated incident is right. what fuck. It sucks. It's who's in this movie? This says Amanda, Amanda Stenberg. Oh, oh, what's her Amanda? Name? Amanda, yeah, yeah. Regina Hall. KJ Apa. Yep. Oh yeah, he's her white boyfriend who tries to be woke. Yeah, Kian Lolly was gonna be cast in that, and he had a little scandal with Yikes. racial slurs, so they took him out. Um, I know Commons in it. Um, Sabrina Carpenter Regina plays Paul? her white privileged, unknowingly racist friend. That was oh, fun. Yeah, it's not like she was outright racist because they were friends. Right. But she just didn't realize her like. And, like, she says it, too. She's like, oh, because you're a non-threatening black girl. I'm your friend. Right. Like, she like, straight up said that. How could you like, say that to someone? Yeah. It's an Anthony Mackie. It's Mac just, like, very it. small microaggressions that, like... Right. That's the word, microaggressions, that, like, people don't even realize is... Racist. That have, like, a racist connotation, but, like, the way you say them into the people you're saying them to, like, how does it not come off as that? Like, it so. matters what you say and every little thing that you do. Because it does show your true character. It does. And it's sad that people, like, still think, oh, but, like, I'm not racist. But, like, you're just not threatening. Like, or, like, be- I'm not racist. You're my best friend. I think she says it in the movie. She's like, just because you don't say the N-word and... What is... I don't remember what the other part was. Just because you don't say the N-word and... Well, and I know she had to, like, something. educate her boyfriend. Because her boyfriend was like, I don't see like color like i don't see you as like a black girl and she goes if you don't see my blackness then you don't see me like that's a part of me that's a part of me that will never go away and like that's the thing is like people try to say like oh like i don't don't see color i don't see the difference but it's like you need to see white republican old men love to say i don't care if you're green brown blue or purple right it's like but that's not the problem the problem is you need to see their blackness respect it and accept them as people just like like, you it just i don't know it's just ignorance (laughs) But that was a good movie. That's also a very relevant movie to watch. It's on Hulu. It's got protests for a wrongful death. Right. Which is, hello, Literally. what we're doing. That's the whole Black Lives Matter movement. So that's a super relevant movie as to what's going on literally right now. So that wraps up our list. And if you want, most of these movies are streaming on Hulu or Netflix. And if you really wanted if, to If watch, you're really trying to find it, you'll be able to find it You can it find a way. There's you know tons what of websites. Saying. Like, we're not condoning those websites. We're not telling you to. But, like, if you want to find a way. Um, and with that, here are some honorable mentions that we did not include in this episode but are really important to watch. 42, about Jackie Robinson. Chadwick Boseman's in that. That's a good one. Yep, T'Challa. <laughs> <laughs> Django, Creed, Friday, 13th, which is, like, a documentary. It's on Netflix. Yeah, it's Netflix, yeah. And it's pretty educational. It talks about, like, the 13th Amendment. Like, that's a good one. they got lots of it's clips. It's not a film movie but it's like a documentary right. definitely like if you really want some educational education. information like it, that's where you'll have it um so also make sure we are supporting our black directors and producers so here's a few uh jordan peele spike lee f gary gray tyler perry lee daniels ava duvernay 
Tyra Banks, Oprah Winfrey, Angela Bassett. There's so many creators who are putting stuff out there, and we need to support and, them. Yeah. To make sure that like they don't stop, like know that we care and know that you know their we're here to support them. Their voices are heard. Them. We want to hear their stories. Right. Um. So thanks, guys, a lot for listening to this episode. Uh, remember, Black Lives Matter. Sign petitions. Go to um, protests if you can. Donate where you can. Get support out there and black vote. Black businesses. Small businesses. Find them. Like, whatever you're looking for, you can find. Where your money goes to is where your voice is, like, basically. Just stop supporting these big, you know, corporate companies. Like, I get, I know that it's hard, but, like, there's so many people who could actually, like, who actually benefit by your dollar. Right. And, like, get them heard and get them appreciated. Vote with your wallet, basically. Right. Um, and with that, we're going to end the episode with two minutes of silence for all the wrongful deaths in the black community. All right. Thank you, guys.